Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge on Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. It's Donnie Football with you. On Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan until 6, filling in for Andrew Filipponi and Chris Muller this afternoon. Austin Bechtold, my guy behind the glass this afternoon. Right now, we got to the Fan Hotline, presented by Sullivan Super Service, Pittsburgh's trusted plumbing and HVAC, HVAC provider for over 50 years. That's where we find Steelers insider Brian Batko from the Post-Gazette. Brian it is President's Day. We will get to some of those presidential questions in a little bit. Uh, Got to start with Mason Rudolph. Uh, is he the favorite to be back as this team's backup now? Well, Donnie, I don't know if I'd call him the favorite. I, I guess I'd probably take him if I had to pick one horse in the field, but uh, I certainly can't overlook the, the Ryan Tannehill connection to Arthur Smith. Um you know, as much as I also don't think that the Steelers would bring in Russell Wilson or somebody of that, you know, magnitude, uh, it, it kind of just dawned on me uh, a little bit ago that completely forgot about this, but Russell Wilson is a business partner with Acrisure and uh, Steelers minority uh, owner Thomas Tall. So that's sort of just one of those connections to keep in the back of your mind. That doesn't mean that they do business uh, on the football field together, but um that's that's sort of an interesting little footnote as we get into the free agency uh you know full speed here that is an interesting little nugget there i did not know that about russell wilson uh it's one of those things donnie i knew that at one time and you know you kind of just forget when it's out of sight like you you know accurate gets announced as the new naming rights and it's you know you dig into them and then you kind of just go on about your your day covering football so that kind of just popped back up on my radar uh if rudolph is the guy back how real petition are we looking at at quarterback? Well, I think that's one of the interesting things about Rudolph. I could see it one of two ways. Number one, it's it's sort of less awkward for Kenny Pickett because they already have a relationship. They've been teammates for a couple years. You know, they, they know each other. They seem to get along well. But it could also be more awkward because of the way the, the stretch run went for the Steelers and, and Mike Tomlin sticking with him so I, I just think if if Rudolph does return and you know this is a business so it it might depend on what the financial amount would be for him returning but how can you not have a legitimate competition after the way he 
played for the Steelers offense in, in those final three games and then even the playoff game where he really wasn't as bad as the uh, the final score or the numbers might suggest. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, a delicate uh, you know situation, I think, for everybody. Hard to know where the Steelers want to go with it. And our Jerry Dulac even reported over the weekend in his uh, quarterback analysis story that, that you can read on the Post-Gazette website that there's some internal division, too, as to what the Steelers should do. And, you know, I think people make a big deal out of that, but it's, it's probably more matter of fact than anything. You, you got multiple veteran quarterbacks on the roster, one an older veteran, one a younger veteran, and you're going to have people uh, pulling for one or the other, and that's sort of the essence of competition. Yeah, I mean, there has to be a fear that it would split the locker room right down the middle or even turn it against Kenny Pickett, the former first-round pick, is there not? Yeah, I don't know about that one. I, I think the, the locker room split or whatever is, is more so goes along with who's producing for you. You're going to favor the guy who's putting up numbers, and uh, you're, you're not going to want to see as much of the, of the guy who made the offense struggle. So, I mean, I think the Deontay Johnson comments after the Bills game kind of got blown out of proportion a little bit. But, um, you know, it, there, there might be more to it behind the, the scenes. But I just think what he actually said didn't hold a, a ton of weight. I think it was more of an off-the-cuff sort of, we'll see who gets the job. And if Mason gets it, wish him the best. Speaking of Deontay Johnson, uh, that JPA football page on Twitter uh, <laughs> wrongly identified you Brian as I know. Steelers they, they came so close to getting my name right Steelers beat writer Brian Balco uh anyway yeah. you suggesting I'm not selling steroid cream I promise <laughs> that 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 is what I thought of whenever I saw that last name like oh that that could be uh Brian yeah. if he was yeah, the my, steroid my cousin, guy my cousin sent me that today and they were like ah oh, he they came so close because I really <laughs> I honestly do not follow any of those aggregators it's it's so bad as evidenced by what you're about to uh to ask me so go ahead yeah the uh the possibility that the Steelers could trade Deontay Johnson coming from Brian Balco your arch nemesis <laughs> my alter ego yeah I mean I, like I said on the podcast that they dug that up from and I don't know what the exact you know chain of command is I'm, I'm glad somebody's out there listening I'm guessing maybe a Steelers blog uh watched and picked it up and then it gets into the hands of the uh the JPA footballs of the world. I mean, no, I was just wondering out loud with my guy, Chris Carter from the post Gazette because of this isn't like some out of left field thing where I picked a random player on the roster and said, would the Steelers want to trade this guy? We know some of the, the friction that happened with Deontay Johnson this year, right? The, the Minka Fitzpatrick uh, incident, if you want to call it that in Cleveland was a real thing that both guys spoke about. The body language was something that we could all see watching the games, the, non-effort on the fumble in Cincinnati was an issue. So, um, you know, it's it's just really those things. It's nothing that I've, uh, you know, trying to report from uh, behind the scenes. It's, it's just sort of a simple accounting uh, of the circumstances there with a guy who's also going into the last year of his deal, a deal that he probably hasn't played up to when you just look at the, uh, the price that they paid for him a couple summers ago. Brian Backo, Steelers insider from the Post-Gazette, is our guest here on 93.7 The Fan. Brian, when it comes to Cam Hayward, is a restructuring in the works or even an extension that can kind of push that that uh, monetary value down the road a little bit? How will they do things with his contract? Yeah, that's that's going to be intriguing to see because I just think we all kind of look at it sensibly, logically, and say something's got to give here. That That's a huge cap hit for a guy at, at his age and who dealt with so many injuries last year by his own admission, you know, he, 
he didn't want it to be that kind of season, but you know, sometimes you just have those bad luck and he just posted on Instagram today about getting a postseason surgery complete. Um, but he himself said on his podcast that he's not people suggesting he take a pay cut. Don't know what they're talking about. Um, and we know he's always kind of chippy. Like he's a, uh, he's sort of a, an underdog chip on the shoulder guy by nature. So that's, that's one to watch there. I, I'm sure cooler heads will prevail, but we know that the Steelers have had to draw a hard line with guys in the past. We know how it went with Ben. It got done for that final season, but I think we all know it was a bit contentious. He himself has said that he wasn't sure that everybody, all the decision makers there wanted him back. Most notable Kevin Colbert may not have been on board with that whole plan. Um, But like I said, they did find a way to hammer it out. So I, I think they'll do the same with cam but you know we we saw other Steelers careers play out not as warm and fuzzy toward the end uh speaking of the defensive front Brian is Larry Ogunjobi's job safe I don't think so I don't think it should be I mean he he's he's not bad but you know you you paid him like a guy who was going to go out there and get you six seven eight sacks from the defensive line position and you know even more so when he went from 1b to 1a with cam Hayward out or I guess I should say he went from sort of your B guy to your A guy, or he, or he had to be at least. And uh, I, I don't think his production uh, really merits the the cap hit that he would have next year either. And and that was a deal that when it was handed out, I, I think the, the positive was, hey, he was hurt a lot. You know, he was coming off the foot injury. He didn't practice a lot. Once he gets more, you know, reps during weeks and stuff, he's, he's going to be better. And I just didn't see it from him. Again, not a bad player, but I think that's a contract that, you have to seriously consider just eating and moving on to the younger guys and hoping they're ready to step up, whether that's a Isaiah Loudermilk, DeMarvin Leal. I certainly think Keanu Benton's ready to be a starter, uh, but you know how much they like to rotate. And uh, and even a guy like Braden Fahoko, who was on the practice squad last year, you maybe bring him back uh, for cheap and actually put him on the 53 and, and have him eat up some double teams occasionally. Uh, Mason Cole do about $5 million. Allen, Allen Robinson do double that. Uh, is either guy uh, on the roster when the 2024 season kicks off? I assume Robinson has to be a no. Yeah, Robinson, I think, is a is a lock to be a cap casualty. I'm surprised he wasn't part of the first round uh, with Mitch Trubisky, Chukes, Okorafor, and Presley Harvin. Uh, Cole, I could see going either way. I think if I had to guess right now, I'd, I'd say no so that they maybe have some more financial wiggle room, but he's a great locker room guy. I think he would readily accept a backup role if they draft a center high, which I have a feeling they will. And, you know, you, you don't want to necessarily pay a backup lineman that much, but depth helps. And, you know, the fact that he has guard flexibility on his NFL track record is, is helpful as well. So I'd be looking to upgrade from him at center. And if you feel like you do that, maybe think about uh, shaving, and shaving him off if you want to spend that money elsewhere. But I could also understand bringing him back for sure. Should the Steelers target Tyler Boyd in free agency? That's that's a tricky one. I think uh, I think that's got to be on his radar, right? He's he's out in Cincinnati. Uh, I think the the prospect of coming home with with family and stuff being close by would be, um, you know, worth looking into for him. But I wonder how that locker room personality would would mesh. He's he's said some things about the Steelers that. Right. You can't take back, um, you know, I, I guess at the end of the day, bygones will be bygones if, uh, if all the financials make sense. And, and in his case, if the role is, is what he wants at this point in his NFL career. But 
man, he uh, he did not mince words at times over these last five or six years with the Bengals. So that's, I think, something that you would have to take stock of if you're the Steelers and, and you want to throw an offer out to him. I, just purely from a uh, you know on-field personnel fit, I think it would make a ton of sense as a slot receiver, a quarterback's best friend. If you're riding with Kenny Pickett, you give him a guy that he obviously didn't play with at Pitt, but certainly knows and would have a connection with that way. So uh, I, I like it. X's and O's wise, but again, I, I think you'd have to uh, say, hey, you know, it it didn't matter when they brought in Larry Ogunjobi, I guess, and his history with Mason Rudolph, but this one's a little bit more recent, obviously. Uh, is Najee Harris's fifth-year option being exercised a foregone conclusion at this point? I think so. I it would, you know, I was way more on the fence uh, a couple months ago, but the way he finished the season, the way he and Jalen Warren complement each other, I, I think that's a uh, that's a good bargain at this point for the Steelers. And as somebody asked me in my chat today, which you can go read the, the transcript on the PG website, um, would you use this opportunity pre-tag to extend Najee Harris? I don't think I would do that. I think I'd pick up the option, benefit from that last year of contractual control, and then probably wish him well in free agency um, a year after that. Brian, which Steeler would make the best president? You told me you had this answer ready, so I'm excited to hear it. Yeah, I'll actually I'll give you a ticket, not just a president. A ticket. Um, my my yeah, my definite answer for president is Miles Killebrew. The 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 locker room interactions that I've had uh, over his three years here, very impressive. Polished speaker, uh, good sense of humor. I think he gets it. Um, so he'd be my president pick for sure. And because I just wrote about this guy, maybe he's fresh in my mind. He's technically not a stealer anymore, but Miles Jack as the vice president, I think he has the right disposition for that and he's got some like presidential experience right now he's he's owning and operating a minor league hockey team uh in the echl down in the dallas area you can check out my story on that uh on the pg so i'm going miles killebrew and miles jack as my presidential ticket from the steelers killebrew and jack 2024 i might write that in once it gets to uh november brian because We, my, we might my, have to, Donnie. Because I don't my, know their politics, but we might have to. Yeah, my, my usual routine is to just write in a name uh, and, and not choose yeah. from the options I have. Uh, well, Brian, I'll, I'll let you get get to it on President's Day. Thank you for taking the time, buddy. It's a great day at the Batco House because the Girl Scout cookies just got dropped off by my, my wonderful neighbor, Emily Shaler Middle School. So, oh, that's big. Uh, it's going to be a night. You, you have the uh, yeah. Great American Race on, or are you not a NASCAR guy? No, not much of a NASCAR guy, but Shaler boys basketball playoffs start tonight, Donnie. So I'm going to be locked in. Uh oh, whippy old basketball playoffs always a good time. Absolutely. See you guys. Thanks. Thanks, Brian. There you go, Brian Batko, Steelers insider from the PG. Coming up, we'll get into a little bit of what Brian was talking about the Steelers with a little bit of distrust at the quarterback position. A whole lot of question marks in a division that is loaded with good quarterback play. We'll get to that coming up next. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. But right now, a city limits fan headline. Blake Henson has been named ACC Player of the Week for the Pitt Panthers, currently shooting 43% from behind the three-point arc, set a career-high 41 points, tied for the third most in program history on Saturday against Louisville for the Panthers, who battle Wake Forest on Tuesday. Pitt has won five games in a row, currently tied with Wake Forest for fourth place in the conference. ESPN bracketologist Joe Lenardi has the Panthers 
as one of the next four teams out in his bracket projections. Wake Forest, one of the first teams left out of the field of 68. Critical game for bracket implications at 9 o'clock. You can hear it right here on 93.7 The Fan, beginning with our pregame coverage at 8.30. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 93.7thefan.com. Your sex life might be dead right now. Erectile dysfunction like you can't believe no matter what you look at or what you see. It's not moving. It's right where it is. Stay in put. Well, how would you like to get your sex drive going and the other thing up and ready to go? Regenesis. Feel better than you did in your 20s. Free physician consult. Free blood work today. Set that up now. 724-510-0024. That's 724-510-0024. Or go to freebloodwork.com. So one of the topics we just got done talking about with Brian Batko, Steelers insider from the Post-Gazette, that quarterback story that came out over the weekend. A lot of eyebrows raised from the Jerry Dulac piece. A couple things mentioned in there. Rudolph not opposed to returning to the Steelers. And the the local insiders, the local beat reporters, the local writers, uh, along with Jerry, think it's the most reasonable option. But my worry is what kind of competition are we looking at? Would it give the best shot at a competition? We had the this awkward encounter, by the way, Patrick Peterson with Bryant McFadden on the All Things Covered podcast where he – Started to say something about the quarterback position, then he retracted and he stopped himself and he was worried that, oh, I'm still in the league. This is going to make people mad. Which also, who knows if Peterson's even on the roster next season. He could very well be a cap casualty by the time we hit free agency. But we know this about Mason Rudolph, and if he comes back, He's already won over the team and a lot of that locker room. And without question, the top two receiving targets on the roster. So that being the way it is, I think it would do more harm than good. Unless they are ready to admit that they don't care about where Kenny Pickett is right now and they're ready to rip that Band-Aid off and move on. Because that that's a move that would drive the locker room apart because of how last season ended. Because there are several guys in that room that saw a dude who was buried on the depth chart for years come in and save the day, save the season, and virtually resulted in a benching of the 2022 first-round pick. And this was a little piece from Jerry's article, so quoting him here. In any event, the Steelers are not interested in bringing in a quarterback who wants to be a starter. That would include Justin Fields and Kirk Cousins and probably Russell Wilson who has a connection with the Steelers. They are committed to giving Pickett a third season to see if he is the guy and to do more 
than just win a playoff game. Something they haven't done in a franchise record seven years. How does that quote make you feel, City Limits? Not great. I mean, the Steelers with no interest in not even really going outside the box, just no interest in improving the quarterback room. They have a quarterback that has to match up with three guys in the division. One of them, I know how people feel about him. You can have all the negative thoughts in the world about Deshaun Watson, as do I, but he he has it in him somewhere to play like a near MVP. Maybe not anymore. We better hope it's not anymore because the other two guys absolutely can play at an MVP level. One of them has won the award twice already, and I can confidently say if I had to bet on the remainder of the career for Joe Burrow to win the award, I think he would do so. This might not be the best analogy, but bear it with me for a little bit. It seems like the whole facade with Kenny Pickett is it was love at first sight when he was a Heisman candidate. He was a Heisman finalist. He was somebody who fell to the Steelers in the draft. They did not expect to see it. They did not expect him to be there. He was projected as high as six to Carolina. So he comes in, and there's some good moments. And it looks solid. It looks great against the Raiders. It looks great in Baltimore when you needed to win to still have your playoff hopes alive. And then it all comes crashing down. It falls apart. And you blame injuries. You blame Matt Canada. You blame a lot of other different things. It's like the girlfriend that you don't want to break up with and you kind of still hold on to a little bit because you think things are going to change and some good things are coming down the road. And you really hope that things can really become what you dreamt for them to be when you first started dating or when you first drafted Kenny Pickett and you think that, yes, this can ultimately take us to the promised land. Yeah, I mean, you're you're in a spot right now with your organization that it gets more serious and more important, really, as the offseason goes, what they can do at the quarterback position. But per this report from Jerry Dulac and seemingly a lot of the local media who are ready to poo-poo anything about Justin Fields at any turn or any suggestion of an outsider that would come in, whether that be Russell Wilson or Kirk Cousins. I mean, this makes me even wonder if they would do the Ryan Tannehill thing because Tannehill, even though he's in his late 30s, at least has a resume put together that he's been there and done that, and he did so with Arthur Smith. That would make me think, That's even out of the question. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't think anybody really considers Ryan Tannehill a viable NFL starting quarterback at this point. And Arthur Smith probably realizes that. They're not going to bring Ryan Tannehill in without that type of conversation and know that he would be the backup, no questions asked. But we also had this today from Peter King, Monday morning quarterback, uh, writing about the Steelers in a division with Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson. The Steelers would actually choose to enter camp with Kenny Pickett and Mason Rudolph if he does sign back here in free agency. 
that sounds like a colossal misjudgment of your quarterback position. I mean, that's to me, that that's pretty much asking for these guys to just really slug along. And the problem is they won't ever finish poorly enough to be in the top five or really even the top ten. Like they will somehow, some way get to a point next season where they are seven and eight with a couple of games to go or right there in the hunt. They're eight and eight going into the final game of the season. They will be right there back around 500 and they won't be bad enough to do it in the draft. Now, hey, if Pickett comes out and we see something with Arthur Smith that we did not see under Matt Canada, that we did not see in his two seasons, then we can kind of just wipe this clean and think that maybe there is something there. But there's absolutely warranted reason for people to doubt that from happening. You mentioned the division. How about the conference with the back-to-back Super Bowl champion quarterback and the best in the game right now? Oh, Justin Herbert has a coach now. Or Josh Allen, the human highlight reel. This is not the NFC. You can't be patient. You don't have time to wait and hope that a middle-of-the-road quarterback can guide you far in the playoffs. Now, do you try to bank on a high upside like Justin Fields? Okay. It's not like he's technically proven anything also, but it just seems like Kenny Pickett doesn't have the traits of the star quarterbacks as well. Even to be in the upper echelon, maybe in the middle portions of quarterbacks right now. If you're the Steelers and 15 teams in the AFC, you're in that bottom third. You can't be in that bottom third. How about the schedule they have next season and really j- just the home schedule now from a standpoint of seeing teams that excite you and getting to see some teams you don't see very often it's good like for a, a season ticket holder like myself I think the home schedule next year is awesome I don't think they'll bode well against it you want to you want to know the quarterbacks they face next year just at home obviously the ones we know in the division Lamar Jackson Joe Burrow Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers, and then Daniel Jones. We honestly cannot say, you can maybe debate one of them, that the Steelers have a better quarterback situation then. But they will go into every one of those games. Now, they'll get lucky, I'm sure, with injuries. They'll end up facing half of these teams on their second and third quarterbacks, for all we know. But right now, the eight games they play at home, the eight teams they face at home, the only one you can even maybe argue the Steelers have a better quarterback situation than is the Giants. And he's getting paid $45 million. He has still proven, he still won a playoff game as recently as last season. So so that's where things are right now looks like a mess all right coming up it's normally the donnie football debrief today it'll be the bechtold breakdown that's coming up next fan twitter brought to you by south hills kia and peters township visit them at southhillskia.net bechtold breakdown up next presidential fun for president's day Coming up next hour, it's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7. The fan right now, it is an Austin, Austin Bechtold fan headline. 
New conference realignment in Whippeal football has just been announced. And Aliquippa is in 5A, Section 1, with the likes of Fox Chapel, North Hills, Penn Hills, Pine Richland, Plum, and Shaler. Section 3, Allegheny 6 of Baldwin, Bethel, Moon, Peters Township, South Fayette, and St. Clair remain the same. Section 2 of Armstrong, Franklin Regional, Gateway, Latrobe, Kiske, Pentrapper, Woodland Hills, a part of the biggest shakeup of any. 6A now with 8 teams, Butler, Canamax, Central Catholic, Hempfield, Mount Lebanon, North Allegheny, Norwin, and Seneca Valley for the new section alignments in the top two conferences that were just announced moments ago. Pitt basketball tomorrow against Wake Forest at 9. You can hear it right here on 93.7 The Fan beginning at 8.30. Headlines are powered by Bowser and Genesis in Monroeville. Now open for more. Go to 93.7thefan.com. Hey, it's Andrew Filippone from Mike's Beer Bar. Man, tomorrow is such a huge day in Pittsburgh sports between the hockey game early in the night, the basketball game afterwards. If you don't have tickets, the best place to watch is over at Mike's. Even if you do, you might want to sell those tickets and get over to Mike's with their 80, with their 80 rotating taps. So the best local craft beer all around town, hundreds of beers from around the world, then steaks on a stone, wings, and they make sure the games are on the TVs. You don't have to beg a bartender to get them on. So meet me at Mike's today right next to PNC Park and enjoy, enjoy the games today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Donnie's dog pick is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. Fresh, human-grade dog food delivered right to your door. Normally this time set aside for the football debrief, but today... It is time for a Bechtold Breakdown. Austin, here we go. It's the Bechtold Breakdown Monday, February 19th. Donnie, today Pitt Basketball announced that it will host a regional round for the 2024 basketball tournament. The TBT Pitt played last year at West Virginia, which was a host site, lost in the first round. So the ultimate winners of this alumni team win a million dollars in the tournament. LeVance Fields, Nellie Cummings played last year. DeWan Blair was the coach. It's going to be July 19th to the 24th. Who do you want to see play in the TBT this year for Pitt? And remember, depending on what happens with draft eligibility, 
my guy, Blake Hinson, could be available to potentially be back on the floor at the Peterson Event Center. Yeah, see, like I wouldn't want I wouldn't want to say Hinson just because he's on the team right now and I would hope that he can uh, at least have a cup of coffee in the league. I mean, I'm really tempted to say uh, some of the guys from the 09 team because I was in my early teenage years when I saw those guys uh, make the run in the tournament, almost getting to the Final Four, that Elite Eight loss to Villanova. Uh, I would absolutely say LeVance Fields yeah. on that team. Um, I would also, I have to say DeWan Blair. He's probably not going to play again, but he'd likely be the coach, I would imagine, for a second consecutive year. He was really um, sentimental and emotional when talking about just what the tournament meant to him, seeing all the guys that are coming back. Jamarius Burton, as well as Ashton Gibbs, are already confirmed to be playing. Okay, I remember or Jamel Ashton Artis. Gibbs. Jamel Artis, not Ashton Gibbs. Jamel Artis. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I had to pick three, though, I'm going LeVance Fields. Uh, I am going with DeWan Blair just because what I saw him do. I'm like, I, I can never forget that image of him throwing Hashim Thabit over his back. And this was a guy who played center at like 6'9", and Thabit was like 7'5", and he was, you know, poised to be like the next big thing in the NBA, like a second overall pick. He flopped. He stunk. Uh, because he would get bullied by Dewan Blair every time they played. I remember that game where that image is from. I think it was a one-versus-four matchup, and Pitt went in there and won at Connecticut, Blair had like 22 points and 23 boards. Yeah, the unreal. man was unbelievable. Yeah, before he got drafted by Dallas. What about Justin Champagny? Potentially another option so, as well. So that was a name I, I thought of because he was in the, like sort of this dead period of pit hoops where it was Kevin Stallings then early in the Jeff Capel era that you forget about, but Champagny put up some absurd numbers. And if we're talking about guys like right at this current moment, yeah, He's obviously going to be one of the most fresh. Like, I would love to say somebody like Carl Krauser or Ronald Ramon or guys from the early 2000s. Brandon Knight. Yeah, Brandon Knight. But I, I worry about what kind of shape they're in 20 years later. Not that they're in horrible shape, but are they going to be in as good of shape as a Justin Champagny? All right, next up, Donnie. I asked the morning show guys this on Friday. Yarmir Yager had his number 68 retired on Sunday when the Penguins ended up losing the game. What is the favorite jersey that you have? And who is the next jersey, the next player's jersey, that should be retired in Pittsburgh next? I know uh, we both have our thoughts on this. So I have a a away, like a white uh, Jack Lambert jersey that I've had for years. And I, I will always have Lambert as the 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 number one jersey for me it's the one I always save until like the end of the season uh plus it's just a huge jersey so I can wear hoodies and stuff underneath it but growing up that was who I had preached to me as like the the gold standard of linebacker play Jack Lambert I mean that's every dad's favorite player my dad's all-time favorite player he loves what a hermit he is too yeah. like Jack Lambert just like lives in a treehouse so Lambert is that uh, his account, Jack Lambert, on Twitter that's going around now that's, like, responding to no, a lot of people? I, I, I don't think it is. Like, I, I've, I've gotten that sent to me. That there's no way. If it is, I would be stunned because I would be surprised if Jack Lambert has anything other than a rotary phone. 
He's still listening on his old-fashioned radio <laughs> somewhere from yeah. probably circa 1979 yeah, he, when the Steelers won the Super he's Bowl. He's in his treehouse. He's ready to kick somebody's ass, whatever. I would be stunned if that was actually him on Twitter. I have a white Troy Polamalu NFL 100 jersey. And then if we want to talk other sports, Kobe Bryant 1998 All-Star Game jersey. Hardwood Classics throwbacks. That's a good one. Those are some of the ones that pop up I mean, when for it, me. And when it comes to jersey retirements, yeah. I, I've thought for a little while it would be cool if we got a Jack Lambert and Jack Ham co-retirement of the jersey. Neither now, of them has been used since. Right. Like, it's one of those unofficially retired jerseys. The Steelers have a handful of them. Terry Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Ben, nobody's going to wear seven again. Nope. Nobody has worn 36. Nobody has worn 43. Nobody has worn 86. Nobody has worn 52 for Mike Webster, 63 for Dermonte Dawson. Then you have Lambert and Ham, 58-59. Two of the faces of the of the defense in the 70s. Oh, we got a crash already. Already have a crash in Daytona on lap six. That was a bad crash. I told you, man. It's wild it's at eventful. Daytona. Yeah, they're, they're, six, they're six laps in. And we already lost a handful of cars. Uh, but I, I think a joint retirement of the 58 and 59 jerseys would be awesome. Now, Ham, he, he's doing color announcing for Penn State football. Right. He, he's obviously out there and he's vocal. He can make they, it work. They would have to legitimately track down Jack Lambert because I don't know if the guy would want to show up. Fair. All right, one more for you. Yarmir Yager, during his ceremony yesterday... Just giving thanks, telling everybody how appreciative he was that his jersey, 68, was going up into the rafters. And what he did mention is that his girlfriend, Dominica, did not remember his time playing in Pittsburgh. She is 29 years old. Donnie, we are pretty confident that you guys are born in the exact same year, 1995. So our favorite part of the breakdowns to end the breakdowns is we go over a specific year and what was historically relevant so what happened in 1995 with Yaramir Yager as she was born? Well, he had already won two Stanley Cups. Yager had already scored 125 goals in his first four years before the 94-95 season. He was named to the All-Star Game, won the scoring title for the first time. How about he scored 52 goals during the 1995-96 season, the year that she was born? And our favorite part of it, the top five songs in 95 were Gangster's Paradise by Coolio. TLC made the list a numerous amount of times. Wow. Waterfalls and Creep were the second and third. Two great songs. Most popular songs. Kiss from a Rose by Seal and On Bended Knee, Boys to Men. Bonus, this is how we do it. One of our favorites was 10th in 1995. You were born and I was negative six. Gangsta's Paradise, phenomenal song too. I'm, I'm glad that that's the, the top song of 1995. Very well done. Very well done, Austin. I'm glad to be a part of the, the Bechtold breakdown today. That was fun. Glad you could be a part of it. It's one of my favorites. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, sunny, high of 41. Tonight, clear, low of 25. Coming up next, we mentioned Blake Henson's name a few moments ago at the beginning of the Bechtold breakdown. We're going to talk a little bit more about him coming up next, what he did over the weekend, and what the Pitt Panthers have ahead of them tomorrow night. It's Donnie Football with you here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan.
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.